0: As the youngest in my friend's circle, they had to wait until I turned 21 before we planned a trip to Las Vegas. Three young ladies in our early 20s, ready to conquer Sin City. We arrived at the lobby of the MGM and were bombarded by the extravagance. The lights, the sounds from the casino not too far away. We slipped a 20 to the receptionist and earned ourselves a room upgrade. After we quickly unpacked and settled in, we had to decide on our first activity. We chose to visit the grocery store. We needed some healthy snacks on hand when we were inevitably gonna be hungover. With that out of the way, we were on to the fun. Our next stop was the Las Vegas Museum to delve into the city's intriguing history. <laughs> the rest of our trip followed a similarly unique path. We went to the outlet mall to buy new sneakers to walk on the strip more comfortably we attended a jousting fest at the medieval castle that was clearly meant for kids we did indulge in some of the perks of being a woman with free club entries and drinks and even went to a thunder from down under show we barely saw it though we were so embarrassed the entire time all in all our itinerary was unconventional but we had an amazing time who have you found to be your most compatible travel companion Welcome to Self-Help Junkie, the podcast where we explore the world of personal development through the eyes of book enthusiasts. I'm your host, Erica Ng, a communication coach and your resident bookworm. This season, we'll be focused on developing our romantic skills, but before we dive into the conversation with our guests, let's get a one-minute summary of the history of travel. Travel hasn't always been for the gram. In ancient times, travel was relatively common among certain classes. Merchants for trade, military personnel for campaigns, scholars for education, and diplomats for diplomacy. Pilgrimages were also done for religious purposes. In the 17th and 18th century, we saw grand tours, which we would liken to a gap year. European aristocracy would enjoy extended travel to culturally significant cities for educational or social purposes. Then came the technological advances that allowed for easier and faster and cheaper travel. For some context, if you were to travel between New York and Paris, you would have two options, boat or plane. In 1957, it would take you four to six days by boat, depending on the weather, and by plane 18 hours as the usual route would take you from New York to Gander, Canada, to Shannon, Ireland, before you got to Paris. 24 hours the other way. Count your blessings next time you're about to curse your long haul flight. And with that, let's dive in. Today we have on Jake and Annika, my good friends who are in the middle of their stint in Europe after having met and started their beautiful relationship in Bali. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks. And it's very fitting that we have on Annika because she's actually the one who suggested this topic of traveling as a couple for the first time. So you said earlier in our pre-chat that um, you were inspired by your friends who were talking about this. Can you give us a little bit more
1: background on how this topic came up for you? So I was just talking to some friends, and they were both, like two of my good friends, they're also long relationships um, and they both went to South Africa. And then I was wondering, okay, how is that going to go? Because I know one of them is very, maybe very particular in um, traveling and she knows what she wants and she wants to like be a little more high class. And I was wondering if the partner is also like that. So yeah, if you don't, I think right. if you don't talk about your expectations and traveling beforehand and don't make clear, like, Hey, what kind of budget do we have? Where do we want to stay? Do we want to stay in eco lodges or do we want to stay in like five star hotels or all these kind of topics? If you don't talk about this beforehand and then it comes up in the travel and then you need to discuss it in during the travel, I think that's it could be pretty harsh on the relationship as well. Yeah, as as if
0: traveling wasn't yeah. stressful enough, yeah. right? You're like in a new place, you have to make all these decisions. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. So, before we dive into you guys traveling as a couple together, let's get to know you guys individually. So, have you guys traveled individually?
1: I actually just started really traveling with my brother. Um, I think it was, Hmm. I don't know, 2016, maybe, um, or 15. So, not Mm -hmm. really that long ago. Um, It's been a travel to South America or Central America. Yeah, that really got me started and really got me into traveling. And I really wanted to see more of the world. But I didn't really know with whom to go because we were all in either studying or in jobs already. So there's not really that much time. And also then the money is also a problem. Um, Yeah, but then I got into Mm -hmm. uh, traveling again with my friend Sarah. um, And we were planning to do a world trip, but then COVID hit. Um, so everything collapsed a little bit but yeah since then I've been like living abroad right since since COVID I would say
2: yeah I've actually a very similar story as well I I didn't travel when I was younger I was always working and then in 2018 I went backpacking through Vietnam It was my first trip overseas Hmm. and it was definitely a culture shock and an eye-opener as well like just leaving Australia and then just like dropping myself in the middle of Vietnam and not knowing where to go, what to do. I just had a friend that said I should go there. So I just did it and I got there and I kind of like, I'm like, what do I, what do I do now? I kind of like freaked out a little bit. Cause it just was like, there was so much. And then afterwards I really enjoyed the trip, right. but that was, that's only my really big traveling that I'd done. I did Vietnam and Cambodia and then I come back to Australia and then Bali obviously, but I, Got to Bali two weeks before COVID, so that was the start of my like digital nomad journey. And then <laughs> it was like, oh, you just got to stay here. So then, right? Just but I, I think I've realised that I, I enjoy the expat life more than like travelling, from my short mm. experiences of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very fortunate to have experienced both, but yeah, I really enjoy like an expat lifestyle.
0: So you guys both around the same time started doing some traveling. So you were still trying to figure out what your travel yeah. style was, right? I mean, how would you guys define your individual travel styles, I, and so how I much does that overlap? While we're
2: on our our trip at the moment in Europe, that I don't care for traveling mm-hmm. that much. <laughs> I I'm like, I like <laughs> I'm not like I'm not externally motivated enough to. Wanna go like if the opportunity's there, I enjoyed the trip. Uh seeing my one of my best friends I mm. haven't seen for four years, hanging out with his partner and their two kids, that was the highlight for mm. me. Not not so much the the traveling and going and seeing different locations and the they were there and possible mm. to do, but there was just I realized that there was a a lack of motivation or just excitement for it. Like the idea's there, but I'm like, I right. just like I'm not there's no like intrinsic motivation. And I was saying to Annika that some people like think of some of our friends who just like love going to new places and seeing new things. And they've been to like 20, 30 different countries and they can't get enough of it. The more I think about it, the more Mm. I think, yeah, that doesn't appeal to me more. I'd rather go find a location, meet people and just spend more time in one place to, to relax and and actually experience an area rather than ticking these right. boxes of things to go do.
0: Right, and that makes sense. I mean, even when you were living here in Bali, you liked those deeper friendships. You weren't here for like big social gatherings, get to know a bunch of people that you'll never see again. You're like, do I even want to see my friends? That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Yeah. And what about you, Annika? Are you a person who's motivated to like see the big temple or like go see a skyscraper would, when you're in, in a new place? I would
1: have been actually. But like more and more in the last mm-hmm. couple of years, I realized how much also for me, it is about more of the community. So it's more about setting up mm-hmm. wherever you go, stay there for a little bit longer, set up your community, set up your friend circle to really enjoy the place that you're living in right now. And I would say it's better to do that Mm -hmm. with a community and with friends.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you're very aligned. Like both of you, you're not like we have 15 places to hit up today. We got to do this. What about in terms of when you're traveling, when you are, even though both (laughs) of you hate it, (laughs) when you're (laughs) planning for um, like accommodations and like budgeting, has there been any issues issues that came up there?
2: No, we haven't really had any issues. We're pretty lucky. We're Mm -hmm. very flexible at the moment, just our arrangement. So booked Airbnbs where we needed to. Uh, We did do like a um, a pet sitting in the UK on our trip in Europe. So that was Mm -hmm. a pretty cool way to break it up. Uh, We were quite lucky to get like a really good location. So we stayed in a couple's house for nine days. So if we couldn't have done that, the price of accommodation would have been much higher. And then we stayed with my friend as well. And that really helped. So we're pretty lucky in this trip. I think it would be very different if we had to do that whole trip and we paid for accommodation. Like the UK is really expensive. Yeah. You're really like I knew it was expensive, but I didn't realize it was that expensive. And just like it really it shocked us quite a bit, but we were lucky we had those the ability to break that trip up and then the extra money that we kind of allowed for the trip booking an airbnb wasn't out of the question or booking a room it wasn't that big of an issue yeah um it was a little bit at the beginning we kind of were looking for a place airbnb we couldn't find anywhere we could have not that we couldn't afford but it just would have added up pretty quickly so we just changed our schedule up a little bit yeah um but yeah the pet sitting was cool but we realized it was like it was also a lot of work so it wasn't like (laughs) It wasn't like oh come yeah. just stay here. It, we really just like kind of slipped into someone's life and really ended up just looking after their dog, which was great. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, it was. It took up more time than expected, so we couldn't do as much in the area as we would have hoped. I guess you could say. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: But you you said that you guys were lucky in this, but it sounds like. There was a lot of, I know that there's a lot of work that goes behind that, right? Like you guys have to do a lot of planning. You have to make sure that both of you are on board. It sounds like you guys are very compatible in terms of how you guys want to live. Like, hey, saving money is important. Like, let's do this pet sitting. Like, let's ask our friends. And I think that is work. That's not really luck, right? So how how, did those conversations come up? Like, I know that you guys have (laughs) spreadsheets. (laughs) So how have how have you guys <laughs> um like done that work to allow yourself to I fall into you, these lucky situations?
1: We used Mural, which is a whiteboard tool. We use that one more this time than yeah. Excel. Mm-hmm um it's actually pretty good yeah because we just laid out <laughs> you guys have yeah upgraded like a big tool It cool to was like, <laughs> like a could
2: drag and drop and like it's fantastic
1: it's pretty cool because we just like right we put the calendar in there and like have all the months that we are in europe and then we mm-hmm. just had like sticky notes on well okay what occasion do we have when is the wedding when can we actually go to uk when is that when is that so we just like drag and drop like all the the sticky notes in there and see like okay how long can we stay and then we with this house sitting uh, house and pet setting for example we uh, were searching on a website it's trusted house sitters and we were just searching okay which kind of house sitters are around that area that we want to go to where um jake's mm. friend live um and then yeah we just applied for them and just but also had this visual in the calendar, we had like the visual outlay, like how long would that be? How long would that be? Um, when would we go where? Right. And like, how do we going to go? So it was more the the visual part this time because we knew if we're going to have the house setting, for example, we don't need to, I mean, of course we need to take care of the budget, but we don't have to do that that much, mm-hmm. like really focus on that and have a mm. spreadsheet and all that kind of stuff. And what we do as well, we keep track of our expenses with, a, with an app, just because here in Europe, most of the time I pay with my European card. Um, so just and just to balance it mm-hmm. out and just to have our budget and basically in the app and see, like, what what did we spend? Um, how much is it for each person? Yeah.
2: I would say, yeah, so we do, like, after a week or two weeks, we'll add it yeah. all up. and are like, oh, that's pretty good. And and it wasn't, like, out of, like, it wasn't too much each time. We're like, okay, cool, Okay. It wasn't like we blew the budget out, so it was kind of like a we,
0: could work we with just this. like teed it along. Yeah, right. So you guys do check in regularly when it comes to all of this because it, it's a little bit of work all the time. How do you guys divvy it up? Like, do both of you guys do well in like with the miro and? with the budgeting stuff and like take turns yeah, we or both, is one person like 50, in charge? Yeah. We both
2: normally sit down because we've got our offices mm-hmm. and our desks normally always right next to each other. So mm. it's both on the screen. Like what's going on over here? Right. We're just like talking about it. And then for the budget, we'll just sit down and and go through it. Like we'll just yeah. put all the, we'll put all the details in and then we'll just look and then I'll just transfer the money over to Annika because it's just like from her account. Right. Um, so it's been pretty, it's been pretty easy actually. Yeah. And luckily, yeah, very fortunate that, Money hasn't really been an issue for the trip, but we haven't had to worry about like really right. budgeting heavily because we've had a bit of leniency in different yeah. in different parts of our accommodation, which makes makes right. it a lot easier. Yeah. But I could imagine it would have been a bit more stressful if it yeah. was if the money was a contributing factor, yeah. I would say it probably would have been yeah. um, much more stressful, which is quite fortunate.
1: Especially with Europe being that expensive. I have not I don't know, but right. I've not realized how expensive it is.
2: Can I tell my story? Yeah. So there was a <laughs> box of tissues in the UK because I get real bad hay fever all the time. So maybe I have like a tissue index, right. like box of tissues on like which country you're in. But normally <laughs> this box of tissues is $2 in Australia and it was $7.50 yeah. Austral- oh, sorry, $7 Australian in the UK. Exact same box of tissues, roughly. And I was just like, oh
0: my God. What the hell?
2: It blew my mind. It was so like, I just, exactly. Like Erica's yeah. face right now was he, like, he was
1: banging oh on about it for a very long time. And he was like, I'm, I'm never going to forget this.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you need to, you're going to become <laughs> yeah. a handkerchief man. It's going to be like, <laughs> no
0: problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's insane that the same box of tissues would be marked up that much. How are the people in the UK surviving? Yeah, like
2: like everything was like, it was quite expensive.
1: Just, I think it's also a lot because of the Brexit. Right. Yeah. So they need to import way more. And then because they're not mm. in the union anymore, everything is way more expensive.
2: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Right. It's a shame.
0: That's a shame. So you guys do 50-50 with the, planning of like where you're going to go the budgeting of stuff what about the day-to-day if you guys like we're in we're in london we should do stuff who do both of you guys do the 50 50 of researching figuring out like what activities you want to do how much things are what the order of the day is or are you guys wingers just like i
1: would say most of the time we stick our heads happens. together and Look through it together.
2: Mm-hmm. We do it on the spot. So we're like, we get there and we're like, what are we doing? And then we're like Ooh. Googling, looking at stuff. And we're, we, I guess it, it was in um, Bruges. Yeah. It was like we had to charge the car because we're driving an electric car. And so we were improvising as we went along in different ways. We went to different locations and then we walked mm. to the wrong side and we had to walk back to the city. And <laughs> it was so maybe some planning would be a yeah. good idea. But that's, I think Annika likes to wing it a little bit more. Right. So if she's in charge, we wing it a little bit. Yeah. And then I might have a bit more of a concrete plan. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, I think we had like different days where we we're like, oh, maybe we should do this. And yeah, but I think we would say more lean towards in the morning like what are we doing and we'll just like we'll just like jump on google and see what's around and then google maps because there's so many like there's so many indicators you can just Mm. zoom in and then search restaurants and then see like what like landmarks are around and you can just like look at the pictures and see if you want to go so yeah not not massive massive planning more like if we're opportunistic we're like oh let's go do this because yeah. Bruges was just a stopping point, but it was really fun. It was probably the highlight.
1: It's probably, like, also for me, super easy with him because he's from Australia. He has never seen an old town, <laughs> like an old city with, like, stone an and stuff. So he's very <laughs> easy placed. Um, he likes seeing old buildings and all that kind of stuff. So right. that's quite easy to achieve in Europe. <laughs> it's like, this is a rock. This is <laughs> also a rock.
0: <laughs> that's cute. That's fun, though. And it sounds like since both of you guys are kind of don't have high expectations when it comes to the traveling, you're just like, you can be pleasantly surprised rather than be
2: disappointed if you plan too much.
1: As you would say, I guess, happiness and simplicity. Mm. That's a very big...
2: It's a big one for me. um, cup of tea and like a book and like somewhere to sit in a cafe. I'm like more than happy. So like kind of setting that as your, your base... Of where you want to be at, and it's not always like that, but that's what I try and stick yeah. to, and try and preach because um, then everything else is kind of a plus on top of that as well. If you if you need to, like go to the top of the highest building in the city, and then do all this sort of stuff just to get the most out of mm. the day. Also, I'm a quite quite relaxed person. I like to conserve my energy, I could say. And, <laughs> um to put it to put it it, I guess put it in a good way for me is like I might just be a little bit lazy but (laughs) I like I like but I do I prefer to just read a book and relax like the idea of like sitting at a coffee shop Mm -hmm. like a really nice coffee shop and reading a book especially in somewhere like Bruges or in in Europe like an old coffee shop or cafe that just like has so much character I do yeah, coming back to the realising how I like travelling stuff like that, I guess I, I enjoy more of those experiences rather than the going and looking at a thing. It's more of a an experience in the day, in an activity, mm. I guess, or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I guess for me it's like I could sit hours mm-hmm. by the ocean and just stare at the ocean or read a book by the ocean. Um, and it was like a very nice day when we, we were travelling to um, Jack's friend, but we needed to like – Get something out of the day. So we we had like a whole day that we needed to. Oh, what are we gonna do? So we just drove to this um city by the beach, and we just found this um mm-hmm. one bench that was very far out on the cliff, and we were like, that's the perfect bench. I'm gonna sit down. We're gonna read our books, and we're gonna stare at <laughs> the ocean. It's perfect.
0: Right. Yeah. I feel like the quiet moments that you're not necessarily doing something and you can just be present are the moments that you actually appreciate the most. Yeah. Have you guys done any of the touristy stuff? Like, did you guys go on tours? Did you go to museums?
2: No. So we we did see Stonehenge, but (laughs) there's a caveat, I guess you could say. We were driving home and... Our friend's like, look, you should keep an eye out for Stonehenge. You should be along the way somewhere. We're like, okay, cool. So we're driving along. And then I, like, right in the moment I said to Annika, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen Stonehenge. We must have went past it. And then as I finished that sentence, I looked over and I'm like, oh, there it is. And we just drove past it. And it was, like, <laughs> just some rocks. And I was like, oh, that wasn't as impressive as thing. I expected it to be. And Annika's like, ah, oh, I didn't think the same either. And then we just kept driving. And that was the – but we were going to go to museums and stuff in – in Exeter in the UK, yeah. but we didn't end up. We didn't end up going there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. But have you guys also been taking some pictures while you've been traveling? I've seen the pictures that yes, Annika so took we, of you, Jake. It's a lot of rea- dogs and babies. Yes, so we realize that as well
2: <laughs> as Annika takes the pictures because I'm terrible at taking pictures. Yes, and Yes. And then I said, "Well, that's a problem because then she's the pictures. <laughs> so we need to we need to figure that out.
0: Yeah." The pictures that I saw of Annika is, like, her sleeping or, like, (laughs) looking a mess. And, like, all of yours are, like, perfectly framed. Lighting is beautiful. (laughs) It is trainable. Jay learned in the – okay during Europe. Um, By the end of it, I was like, I want nice photos. Take nice photos of me. By the end, he was like, okay, one more. I'll get it from, like, a lower angle. And the people on our tour were like, how did – did he come (laughs) to you like this? Like – how do you, how do I get my husband to do this? <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, so I need to I need to learn a little yeah. bit. Yeah, maybe but there's you a
1: YouTube video about.
2: But she us. does have some photos of her. But she also I don't think she sent them over yes. as well. That might be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There might be more. There Just might saying. be
1: more. Yeah, but like most of them. Like as I sent you the one we're sitting on the edge of the cliff. Like there's ten of them. Mm-hmm. So I could send you ten of those, but <laughs> you're like in the shadow. <laughs> I have to take like
2: I take like 20 pictures and hope that one is good. But I've also like Makes I've never pictures. I just even like I'm like, oh, I should take some photos when I go somewhere. Mm. I don't know.
0: So are you guys sentimental people at all? Because like not super into taking photos. How are you remembering all these times that you're having abroad? Because mm. Bali blends in. But this time in Europe is probably yeah, shorter. Know.
2: It's a really good point. Um, yeah. I'd probably say I'm not a super sentimental person. Like, I like to, once again, like experience the moment. And, but there's obviously, I did mention, Annika, that we should take more pictures because when you do go back and look at those pictures, mm. you're like, oh, it brings back so many memories. Yeah. Um, I think I have, I just don't like using my phone. I really am really disconnected from my phone. Mm. I, barely use it. I haven't had um a sim card the whole entire time I've been here. Yeah. Just to be I just like use Annika's Wi-Fi like mm. when I need it. I'm Is like, that hey, annoying for but so I am very disconnected from my <laughs> right. phone. So that might be uh, uh, mm.
0: yeah, so but, find a um, yeah I, I think
2: it's a really good point to think about because I think we'll get when we get older it's gonna be hard to remember these things, and photos really, really help that. So we do have we do have um some photos. and yeah. is good at taking yeah. photos to remember some of the bits and pieces. So
1: yeah, but then like for me, it's also sometimes I feel also I then feel bad a little bit for using my if I use my phone a lot or if I, for example, want to set up a story for mm. my close friends on Instagram. But then it's like I spend much time on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Yeah, it, it, we just want to have to balance kind of. And yeah, we definitely need to think about it.
2: It's a good point to yeah. think about.
1: Well, but I mean, I think what we're
0: learning here is that maybe it is beneficial that you spend a little bit of time on your phone to have those photos. So you don't have to feel guilty about it. But do you guys have any future travel plans?
2: We don't. We don't know at the moment. My my, um, Europe situation is a little bit up in the air, so trying to decide what we do next Mm. is a little bit tricky. Um, Hopefully, if I can stay longer, then the plan is to explore Europe a little bit more, hopefully go down to Italy. Like, we both love Italy, so we'd love to go down to Italy, which would be really, really nice. Um, Explore some more of the cities in Germany, and just the ones closer to where we are here in germany and if that doesn't come together then it's back to back to bali and then potentially thailand to check out thailand as well had some friends there sounds really interesting um and then no doubt back to australia to to visit my family as well at some point that's one thing i've realized even talking to annika's friends who have been here they're like oh so you're just going to go live over that side of the world and like no, i think I think our cycle will be like a year, that side, six months this side, or like working and oscillating between mm-hmm. both sides of the world because Anik has so many friends and family here. Right. And like meeting them has been super fun, and they're all like really, really cool people. And that's been something that's been really cool for me is to come here right. and uh, feel like I've like extended my friend circle and the people that I know it's been amazing to come to Europe and then have mm. so many people that I know rather than just coming on a, a trip. And it's a big part of why I hadn't traveled here earlier is because I didn't want to come here and just do a quick tour and then leave. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be our structure. We'll see how it goes, mm. it's obviously, depending on how everything pans out with the world and flying around. Right. And who knows? But that will be yeah. the, the longer-term-ish plan. But short-term, yeah, explore Europe more while we're here, get yeah. the most out of it, do the... The um, German Christmas, Christmas mm. markets, heard good things.
1: Right.
2: Mulled wine, I hear is good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also visiting more friends around the world because, mm. for example, you have friends in South, South Africa mm-hmm. that we want to visit. And yeah, I think just basically using the community that you have all over the world and then trying to yeah visit all of them. One last question. This is specifically
0: for Annika. You said that you traveled with your brother, and I think you said you traveled with your friend previously. How would you say yeah. traveling with friend or sibling is different from traveling with Jake?
1: Um, so I think when you travel with your brother or your friend's rather than your partner, mm. you know that you can do stuff alone as well. I mean, mm. I, can, I can do stuff along with Jake as well, but you would rather take that time together and explore something together right. or travel together. But with your brother or um, your friend, you can also just, like, hang out with other people and just be apart for for longer. That's, right. I, I would say, yeah, you really, you try to enjoy the time with your partner more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, like, because with your brother or with your friend, you know, they're like, you know them for so long. um, They're always going to be there. They are not, I don't know, mad at you if you spend time with them or something like that. And Jake is also not like that, but it's just like from my side, I would Mm. want to spend more time with Jake.
0: That's really interesting. So I interviewed the other couple that I talked to. They're doing a month solo like away oh, from crazy. each other because they've been married for like nine, 10 years. They're like, eh, you'll be here. <laughs> it's kind of like what you were talking about with your brother. Like yeah. he'll always be there. It's fine. We've known yeah. each other forever. Um, so it, it it's interesting to see the comparison between your two answers there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the
1: future we're gonna happen as well.
0: Yeah, a decade later, can't promise that she'll want me yeah. to be attacked.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys for your time and coming on.
2: Thanks Thank for you having so
0: us. Much thanks for listening to this episode. Our next episode is going to feature some old friends who've been married for over nine years to contrast our Jake and Anika, where they were super compatible and share common interests. Next week's couple complement each other by bringing out new interests and playing off their different strengths. This podcast was created and produced by me, Erica Ng, and with Stevie on sound mixing. I currently have five ratings on Spotify and three on Apple, but I know that there are more of you out there who are listening each week. It really helped me out if you popped on there and gave me a rating. If you're going to give me a one star though, don't worry about it. (laughs) I'll see you guys next time.